This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Is that the inside of your head I can hear? <laughs> can you hear that? Yes. Penalty! That is a massive decision! I'm with Gianfranco Zola. I feel that Knockhart is looking for this penalty. Penalty, 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 penalty. Knockhart takes, Almunia saves, Knockhart follows in. Almunia saves again, Almunia saves again, Almunia saves again. Now here come Watford, now here come Watford, now here come Watford. Forestieri. listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. My name is Justin. And I'm hungover. <laughs> I see what you did there, mate. Very good. I've got to say, you're not looking your freshest and you're sounding a little bit husky there, but there are circumstances that would uh, lead to that, I guess. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm not feeling uh, tip top, as they say, Justin. <laughs> um, I don't know why. But, don't yeah, know why? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. I was at a party. <laughs> yes, yeah, there was a lot of us there. Um, there was one guest at this party that I, I'd like to point out early doors, and that was the guy that decided it was a good idea uh, to be stripped to the waist and <laughs> swig from a bottle of. Uh, spiced rum no. and he looked bad he looked really bad yeah i mean I, I, I noticed he's actually put his hands up to say it was me he has so i yeah. I, I put something out there earlier on to say does anybody know who this is so it's tom wheeler is the guy uh who did this i mean he was well he was the life and soul for about five minutes before he passed out i imagine uh he yeah. was mooning people he was uh well I think he mooned me actually he did moon you i've actually got a picture of you being mooned so let's let's talk about it then so obviously uh the reason that we were at this party is because watford football club have managed to get themselves promoted back to the premier league at the first time of asking that in itself is a is an absolute miracle because if, if yeah. I'd have said that to you back in November when we started this podcast, December, 
the two of us were saying we can't buy a goal and we're you know drawing too many games and the football's dreadful and now we find ourselves back in the Premier League and with two games to spare which is fantastic no it's all, all credit all credit to the to the team um it's been a you know remarkable season this season um a bit disappointed obviously that we we couldn't have been there um you know for missing all those games and and to kind of wrap it, my voice is terrible, isn't it? To it's got, it's got it quite a gravelly quality to it, actually. Yeah, I think you should keep you it, mate. It? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody said to me last night, actually, I could be quite sick, she. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. It sounds like you're going through puberty. Puberty, that's <laughs> kind of how I feel today, actually, that I've reinvested yeah. in, in going through puberty. Um, what was I saying? Anyway, well, we were talking the about the football, yeah. Yeah, that was it. Um, yeah, so look, it, Fantastic season, obviously disappointment that we can't be there, but you know clearly there's, there's bigger things afoot there. But all credit to to the gaffer. Um, I, I think when he came in, we were all very very underwhelmed about the the appointment and, and concerned, dare I say it. But look, hats off, absolutely top draw, hats off, and um, all, all credit to everyone involved at, at the club. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you and I were both raising very quizzical eyebrows when this appointment was made and we were even talking in sort of February about will he last the month of February and you know I think both of us kind of thought it was unlikely so fair play to the guy and having read some stuff today as well about he hasn't seen his family for six months um, Mm. there in Spain and he hasn't been able to go and see them so he's basically been you know living here alone and I also read this morning he's gone down to watch the under 12s train or something so Yeah, quality guy. Just oozes class for me. You, you know, even the stuff he does on, on social media. Um, and I, I, I caught a video um, this morning as I, I opened one eye um, <laughs> on, on, on Facebook or wherever it was. And it was um, basically him talking to the to the guys in, in the changing room. You know, and he's quite emotional. Yeah. Uh, you could hear it in his voice. So that, that you know, that was nice. It, 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 good to see. And it, it, there's a togetherness there that I haven't seen for a very long time no. at that club. I've got to be honest. Yeah, very long time. No, it's all good. It's it's all good. I don't know the maths. I haven't bothered to sit down and work it all out. But can we still be champions if things go our way? I think Norwich need a point. They need one point, so they can. So so they could. If if I've worked it out correctly, right. So if they lose their next or the last two games and we win ours, we could still go up as champions. Then it's still there. But uh, look, for me, I'm not overly fussed about that. If you if you I would have bit your hand off at the beginning of the season if you'd give me second. Um, yeah. And the fact that the fact that we've sealed it with two games to go is for me. You know that that's a, that's enough. Look, it's nice to win a trophy, but you know we're still going into the Premier League, aren't we? That's true. I wonder if there's going to be a sort of a victory type um, event. The last one that was held at Casterbury Park, I thought was a little bit badly organised. To be honest, I didn't think it was. I think it was quite rushed, wasn't it? It was, yeah. like, it was put together on a very 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 you know quick um quick pace and uh, as i recall that correct me if i'm wrong i think that the rumors were starting that uh Yukanovic was going anyway very very quickly after i think you're uh, right. i seem to i seem to recall it being on the cards almost when they were doing that mm, i think that you're right victory. Yeah, yeah. Was, um, if I remember rightly, it was kind of the the bus turned up at um, at, at, at Casterbury Park, and there was a sort of an Elton John tribute act playing previous to that, and then it all felt a little bit as if, well, I can't really see what's going on, and it, it's a little bit too polished. Um, I, I used to just like the 
you know, going around the going around the town on the bus That's thing personally. Yeah. But oh, yeah, that was good. I imagine there will be something, but you know, under these socially distanced times, I'm not quite sure what to be honest. We've got to have a conversation, I think, about that because um, I've woke up obviously um, feeling fantastic today, as you could tell. Um, and there's there's a lot of negative comments about um, you know people that weren't there and probably didn't see it firsthand, but about social distancing mm. and the rubbish um, and and you know the littering and all and all that side of it. And I, I personally, I'd like to to say this. I thought, given the fact that you know what's just happened, remarkably there was actually pockets of people rather than just one big you know sprawled group of. of of people when I yeah. even on the bridge, the bridge that we were standing on, you know, we were okay. We weren't socially distanced. I'm not going to claim that we were, but you know, there there was obviously consideration. There was a lot of people wearing masks. Um, as for the littering that side of it, I know the council of um, and Roy Moore, um, part of the 1881, has offered to to tidy up, but they've they've really taken care of that. Um, mm. You know, so and I and I, me personally, I did see people tidying up. You, you couldn't get rubbish in the bins, clearly. No, no. But it, it was left next to the bins. And, you know, obviously there, there's there's going to be some people that, yeah, didn't. And they were throwing rubbish, of course. Yeah. Um, but, that, but the majority of people were, you know, doing the best with what they could. That's Definitely. And there was a relatively small but noticeable police presence. And I guess if they thought that people were not, far enough apart or whatever they could have said or done something but on the whole I think people were mainly sensible I have to say something though Carl I mentioned this to you at the time there were some flares there and at one point a red a black and a yellow flare were set off at the same time yeah what colour did it turn into they both stayed their independent colours the red and the yellow did not go orange no it's weird that isn't it isn't that strange yeah, that is strange. Very strange. So anybody that uh, is saying that uh, it was Watford that uh, uh, chucked that flare at Luton might have to have a little look through the footage of yesterday when red and yellow did not make orange. They stayed separate. They did. Very interestingly. So Very interesting. And that's on, that's on video um, footage as well. Yes. Did you that's see that I got, uh, I got in the Watford Observer live video? Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I did. even know that was on there. Someone said, "Oh, you just been on Watford Observer Live?" As I was, I was I? I <laughs> no, it's made, what's quite funny is I, I, I was just giving my shirt. Um, anyone that saw me that uh, yesterday, um, I've got a, a Watford shirt as I always get printed with "We Ate Luton," and I was giving it to people just to have their photo taken with it. Um, I, I could have probably made a fortune. In I a, in saw a... you taking at least. 20 photos with that. Oh, mate, it was incredible. Yeah, yeah, it was incredible. A five or a pop, and that would have been quite a profitable... I would have been done, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I mean, you know, it was it was inevitable that we would go up the pond if we uh, if we won, which we did. Uh, we got yeah. there in record time in an Uber from uh, Kenton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was great, you know, it was a nice atmosphere. It didn't feel... There was no, no nastiness to it at all. I did... I, well, one thing I will say is I did have to use the toilets in Sainsbury's and to the person responsible for depositing something that looked like a boulder in the gent's toilet and leaving it there 
fair play that that came out of you. But, mate... It wasn't me. No, no, it wasn't you. <laughs> but several people were heard coming out there going, oh, my God, that wasn't me. Please don't think that was me. As the next person really? went in. <laughs> oh, I'd, have to, I'd hate to have to be the person to have to deal with that. Oh, mate, no. you would need Dynarod, I think. It was, <laughs> uh, it was pretty... dynamite, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, blow it up. That was absolutely horrible. The only downside <laughs> to the whole thing was that. Um, so, yeah, well, massive congratulations to the team. Um, you know, you're absolutely amazing to, to get where you got and to, to get promotion at the first time of asking. I would not have said that either. I would have said, oh, no, it's going to be another six years in the championship and all the rest of it. Um, Statistically, yeah, definitely. We picked up on it, didn't we? So it's very hard to bounce straight back. So all, all credit. Absolutely. And I must say, quickly, uh, there's a chap called Benjamin Bloom uh, who sort of analyses teams and games and stuff. I, I don't know if he does it for many teams, but he's done a really, really spot-on video on YouTube um, which explains how we um, got promotion uh, this season. It's on the Benjamin Bloom channel, and it's called Watford Promoted to the Premier League, How They Did It. And if you want to give that a watch, it's about 20 minutes long, but this guy is spot on with the uh, analysis of you know who we sold, who we bought, how we changed the formation uh, and everything else. So uh, he just yeah. retweeted us, actually. Uh, while I've been talking to you, so uh, huh. give that a watch because that's really good, really good. I, I mean, I've, I might do that today because I've got nothing else planned. Obviously, <laughs> I think you might be getting an early night, don't you? Yeah, I might do. Yeah, can I tell you a, a quick story um, that I nearly, um, I was nearly killed by a calzone yesterday. Well, there's something that you don't hear very often. I mean, that's a very strange death. <laughs> yeah, dying by death calzone. calzone. <laughs> Come on, let's hear it. So after the the, the the pond, so we were heading back. So the three of us were, were coming up, and I said, look, I've got to get something to eat. I have to eat, because as bad as I feel now, actually, no, take that back. I, I shouldn't have met what I ate, but I'll explain. So we, we found this little um, oven pizza place just before you go under the bridge. I can't remember its name. Oh, in High Street? Yeah, so left-hand side, sort of opposite Nando's. Oh, I know the place. place. I've eaten in there. Now, you're going to put I me mean, off now, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not okay. going to put you off. Okay. It, it, yeah. it was excellent. It was very nice. But yeah. I made the mistake of, you know the you know when you hear, and I've heard it, people say, oh, I like it spicy. Oh, oh I love it spicy. Yeah. So Was this the beer talking? It was the beer talking. <laughs> I do like spicy food. But my idea of spicy food compared to what actual spiciness is, yeah. is it, it, I two worlds apart i've ordered this calzone and i said i'll do us a favor buddy i said make it spicy and he said do you like spice i said yeah i love it spicy i said yeah don't worry i'm cool with it he said you sure absolutely just do it hit me with it and he got this little sort of jar out with a a little pipette thing you know like yeah oh no and he he went he went three three dots of this black substance uh unnamed substance because i don't know what it was but anyway does it all i'm outside and i, I start eating it and i'm like ah oh, this is fine and then i obviously just hit this black stuff in inside there my god honestly my interior temperature of my body must have gone <laughs> beyond anything that's ever been registered yeah i was sweating i couldn't see did you finish I was, this I, yeah i did finish it i was dribbling oh my i was god. like I, I couldn't i was just in agony and then I've obviously eaten it, and it was it was torture. I'm so hungry, it was torture to eat this thing. Yes. So I've ate it, and then this morning I've got up feeling a little bit worse for wear, and something like something's fallen off a shelf inside my stomach. It's just gone. <laughs> I'm like, 
oh my god I've got to, I've got to go so I, I had to go and do the ritual it was as if not worse going out as it was going in oh man that's Mate, not the good the temperature of the of my poor little honestly <laughs> I'll tell you oh. what, I, I think I know what you're talking about, because I actually went to a chilli festival. It was held at the uh, the Bushy Met place about five years ago, and they were selling stuff where they said, one drop of this stuff in a chilli con carne is all you need. And it actually had skull and crossbones on it and yeah. danger yeah. warnings and all the I mean, it's really properly intensified chilli oil that they were selling that was... I don't know, a little little bottle, tiny little bottle was yeah. like 30 quid. And they're saying, literally, only if you're make, making a chili con carne for four people, one drop is all you need. So yeah. I reckon you had three of them it's on your me. He could have killed me. <laughs> I was asking him for milk and everything. He's like, mate, it's a pizza place. We haven't got milk. Got milk. No, got like, Peroni. Anything. anything. Yeah. Oh, I was nagging it. And obviously today I'm just, oh. I, I know the place. <laughs> I know the place you're on about. I know because I've eaten in there, and I thought it was a great place actually. Um, long, long time ago, I ate there though. But it's right opposite Nando's, as you say, uh, just yeah, before the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. So, what what I did yesterday, I was um, I, I thought because obviously there was going to be the opportunity that we were going to go up to the pond. So I've actually recorded um, quite a lot of it. So I'm going to put it on the YouTube um, channel. Right. Uh, this cow's only does feature quite heavily in the in, in this in this upcoming video. I've got to edit it. I've, I've got to obviously sit down and concentrate. Yeah. But I, I'll hopefully get that up later to, today. Okay, um, excellent. All right, well, there yeah. you go. Look out for that. And the name of the channel is... Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. You it's go. actually Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. So there you go. Um, there on you YouTube, go. I'll put the links on stuff. and we'll, On the social yeah, media. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, I look forward to seeing that. Hi, this is Marlon King, and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. So somebody has been extremely uh, inventive, uh, and they've created a parody of Candle in the Wind, by Elton John. Uh, it's Uorns TV is is where it can be found. Uorns TV. I've also got a copy of it on our Facebook page and on Twitter. And he's parodied Candle in the Wind. Well, it's it's fantastic. It, it sounds like Elton John. It's got a great cartoon that goes with it. And uh, this is it now. Goodbye, Luton Town. Though we hardly play you at all. You had the grace to know your place. Soon you will go down Goodbye, Luton Town From a stadium with a 22nd row Who sees you as an irrelevance We say goodbye, Kenilworth Road And it seems to me You lived your life Praying for a derby win but you're still looking for your next meal in a wheelie bin. Your stadium is falling down around your ears. We look forward to playing you in 67 years. Yeah, well done. That's absolutely brilliant. Whoever did that, top marks. I think that's fantastic. Well done. It's, that's cheered me right up and... It's brilliant. Well done. Looking forward to see if there's any reaction from the Luton fans. It's been very quiet. Really? So, <laughs> uh, yeah, brilliant. brilliant stuff. Hunters questions. Hunters questions. Hunters questions.
One thing we uh, we did do actually this week uh, before all of this excitement is we did do a punter's questions. And the question was, if you could go for a beer with any three Watford players, current, living or dead, who would you choose? Uh, and there were some quite interesting answers there, to be fair. One player that is mentioned a lot is Tony Coton. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people want to go drinking with Tony Coton. Chris Bell said Hughesy, Jono and Tommy Mooney shots all round. Cool. Yeah, yeah Jono would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine Jono, Tony Coton. Yeah, that would be a and night then, out, wouldn't it? That's a, that's a one, isn't it? David Morris said uh, Tom Cleverly, Ben Foster and Danny Graham. Paul Randolph has said Andy Hessenthaler, Trevor Putney and Keith Dublin. Now, there's some names wow. from the past. There's some names. <laughs> Chris Adams, Andy Kennedy, Andy Kennedy and Andy Kennedy. I think he wants to go with Andy Kennedy. Andy Kennedy. Okay. Uh, Neil Gibbons, Tony Coton, Luther and Digger. Now, Digger, do you know who he's referring to with Digger? No, not a clue. That's John Barnes. That's what that was oh, his. Is it? Yeah, that was his nickname back in the day. I think Digger Barnes was a Dallas character. And it was kind of. Is that the inside of your head I can hear? <laughs> can you hear that? Yes. What is... I don't know what's happening. That, that must. <laughs> I thought for a second there we could hear inside your head. Something, yeah, that's the sound of the inside of my head coming through. Oh, that's not good. You don't want to sound like that. So, uh, yeah, there, there was a, the uh, the punters' questions there. Uh, a good one. What is that knocking? I don't know. It was like, there you go. It's my next door neighbour. Sounds like they're trying to come through. This could be entertaining. So I chose Jono, Troy, and Doyley. Now Doyley, he'd have loads of stories because he played for Watford for such a long time, yeah. under so many managers that he could tell you about all sorts of things over the twelve seasons, whatever it was. He was at Watford, so yeah, that was my three there. I thought that would be quite an entertaining night out. One day it might happen. No, we never know. We never know. You never know. I don't really want to think about alcohol. No, today. no. I mean, I was in Morrison's earlier, and I thought I ain't going down a booze aisle today. I just don't fancy it. <laughs> I just don't, just don't fancy it. I don't fancy it. My my body's probably only giving me about twenty percent of its potential today. <laughs> well, you do look a bit tired, mate. I've got to say, I, I, did, I won't I keep you much bad. longer. No, no, it's quite all right. I'm, I'm quite, it's quite effort. <laughs> this is just what you need when you've got a hangover. What are they doing? I don't know. Sounds like they're putting up shelves. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you don't need that feeling like that. Can a man you? have a hangover without you knocking? <laughs> oh, <sighs> mate, you're not even going to get any rest. You're kind of going to have a nap. I've got, I've got, I feel like death and I've got him next door smashing about. What is he doing? This is fantastic. I'm loving this. A couple more things to, to bring to your attention, really. Uh, the Marlon King... Uh, special has been edited. I intend to get that out soon. Um, it was an hour and 45 minutes that we were speaking to Marlon to. I got it down to about an hour uh, with some quite uh, vicious cuts to it, right? That bit's going. So that's coming out. We're talking to Alman Abdi tomorrow morning. Hope you're better by then, mate. Um, yes. No, need you I'll to be, be fresh on that night, one. <laughs> early night and I'll be good to go. <laughs> I need you to be looking good for that one. Yeah. Uh, also, Dougie Brimson's coming to us as well. So look out for those. Looking forward to speaking to them. We are looking for a sponsor for our podcast i have put it out there on the social media channels all we're looking for really is to cover our costs we're not looking to make money out of it or anything just to cover our monthly costs zoom costs and uh, podcast hosting costs that sort of thing so if you are a small business owner or you know a small business owner um, that would like to uh, be mentioned on our podcast uh, as our sponsor and get in touch 
dnsye podcast at gmail.com. That's dnsye podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll show you behind the scenes. And if you're interested, that'd be great. Do not scratch your eyes. Two more games to go then Brentford and Swansea. Now, I don't want to say they don't count for anything because obviously they do. But what would you do now? Would you keep everything the same and just finish the season? The same, or would you go right? Well, now maybe we can perhaps give Hungbo a couple of games, or yeah, I'll, do you know what's quite interesting? I think it, it you know, just talking about the Norwich um, situation, the, the two games obviously we've got are two teams that are now pretty much rooted in there. Well, they are, they're in the playoffs, simple as. So, I, I guess from their point of view, what do they want to do for the last couple of games? Do they want to rest a few players themselves, you know, just because of the you know the playoffs can throw up all sorts. Well, the playoffs. I, I, I don't really know. I, I'd like to. I'd like to give us some fringe players. Um, you know, a, a go definitely Humbo being one of them. If he did know. that and we lost the games, it we wouldn't be that. You know, no one would say, "Well, thanks for that. We lost the last two games of the season because you tinkered with it." Whereas I think if you do experiment and try, then at least we know. Okay, well, we've seen Humbo for ninety minutes now. He does look like he can do it. He does look like he's capable mm. of or whatever. Or you know, maybe. Zink and Argyle for 90 minutes. Have we seen Zink for 90 minutes? I think we probably have, but there's various other things we can do. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I might be tempted to tinker if it was me. But then... I would. I'd have a little play with it, I think. Um, even, dare I say it, Fozzie back in goal for the last two games. Yeah. You know, just starting from the back. Um, I think there's enough depth in that squad in the sense of filling positions. Actual, you know, if, you, if you're asking me about um, goal scorers and stuff, no, I don't. I still don't think there's enough goals in that team. Mm. Um, and that's something looking forward that I really think we need to address next season. Um, and, and yeah, I think you're right. <clears throat> I think you're right. We definitely need uh, a proven goal scorer at Premier League level next season. Mm. And you know, it's it, it, I've no names spring to mind because I never know who's available. Whether they'd come to Watford, etc. It's always a surprise when someone turns up at our club. You go, okay, <laughs> yeah, welcome. I mean, uh, <laughs> I think the scouting network is is huge uh, that the Popsos have, so I'm sure there's already names on the list. If not, contacts already been made. Uh, you know, they they tend to do their their stuff very early, and um, I'd like to get that done early. I don't want you know to be starting the Premier League season and not knowing who's coming, who's going. Yes, yeah. the earlier the earlier you can get that sorted, the better, because it's um, you know you get that togetherness and. And try and build then. Uh, yeah, and definitely. It's going to be a tough season next year. There's no, no. It will. It will be. No qualms about it. Yeah, um, yeah. VAR, we've got. A, we've got oh god. You know, yeah. we've got all that to look forward to as well. Um, just looking back, um, when we spoke to Andy Collins in February, which was just over the halfway point of the season, you and I were both struggling for players of the season. You know, to mm. that point. Yeah. Now at the end of the season, who would you say has been your player of the season? I'm torn between two. I would say uh, Feminia and Saar right. are the two where I'm, you know, I'm quite um, not. So I, I think Saar's turned it on since um, the matter, you know, the changing manager. Mm. I think he, he's not a defensive player. You're not going to get him to track back. So when you've got a defensive-minded manager asking Saar to track back, I think that's pointless in, in some ways. Yeah. So I, I think he he's gone on and, and shown his worth. Kiko's been brilliant. I think throughout the season, I don't know, but then you know, cleverly, I think cleverly's been different class this year, and I've I've been looking for cleverly to to turn it on for me for 
ages. Yeah, that goes back to our earliest podcast. We yeah, were sort of saying yeah, that. He has, this, he has this season, and I stand. You know, I put my hands up and say, "Mate, mate, been brilliant." Will yeah. Hughes, yeah. Um, fantastic. And oh, thank you, Will, for the shirt. Got a shirt off Will Hughes. Yeah, you did. Match worn as well. Yeah. Yeah, it gets I looked, That was I, in the scrap. I looked on at that in envy when I saw that. Yeah, very nice, <laughs> very nice. I think there's a name you missed off there. Which is Sierra Alta, who I think is outstanding in defence. And more so when he was another player that came in and everyone was like, who? Mm. Who's this guy? Yeah. Um, yeah, been brilliant, Sierra Alta. I think, you know, now you look at it, it's kind of like Batman. You know, Batman's come in and done a yeah, fantastic job. Amazing. Great saves yesterday. Yeah, great saves. Um, you know, so oh, I don't know. I just, I, Kiko and Saar for me, but I. I I can see what you're saying. You know, there's probably four or five player Chalibur. I keep yeah. reading the list in there. Yeah, um, striking wise, we couldn't do no. that in Feb. We couldn't do it. No, in Feb. We no, were just like, no. oh, striking wise. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it's the end of the road for Isaac's success. I would say. I just can't see anywhere be, where he fits to into. He's got to be. I mean, he's just sucking up wages by being there. Uh, and and Mr. Gray as well. I think it's the end of the road for him as well. I just can't see how he's going to fit into the the Premier League squad next season or either of those. I can't see them bringing anything. Um, so yeah, that's going to be a bit of a challenge for the recruitment. But we'll see. We'll see. It's, you know, listen, we're in a really. You and I would never see this coming. We were literally tearing out our hair at, at the, at the uh, late autumn period. We just weren't seeing it, and we were moaning, no. and you know. And now we're we, we're we're promoted in happy days, you know. Happy days. So this will be a Premier League podcast next season. That's exciting, isn't it? Very nice. It means budget increases, doesn't it? it? Means we get to like you know a nice studio and. Yes, that's it. right. Yeah, we're going to yeah, move yeah, into. Yeah. I think it's Canary Wharf Studio. I think we've got planned. <laughs> Twenty-four track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello, any sponsors out there? <laughs> yeah. Hello, my name's Chris Stark. I'm from BBC Radio One, that Peter Crouch podcast. And you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Well, listen, mate, I think I'm going to leave you to it because... Um, yeah, let me I, get on with my... I, I think, <laughs> I think you, you sound worse than me. I, I didn't wake up feeling my freshest, I've got to say. I felt decidedly dehydrated and a little bit worse for wear. Um, I woke up feeling and looking like a, a like a scab on your knee. That's not a good look, is it? Grim, mate. You, yeah, you're looking I mean, better than that now, I've got to say. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope um, that knocking stopped. <laughs> Yeah, for God's sake. <laughs> Inconsiderate neighbours, eh? Got yeah. Sunday. It's a Sunday. Leave us alone. Yes. Leave the DIY out of it. Thank you very much for listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Remember to subscribe and share and tell your friends about us. That would be great if you could do that. Until next time, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. You all. See you later. You all. Podcast Network. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 
365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.